This is the Vince Salerno Podcast, Episode 4. On today's episode, we're talking Suicide Squad's negative critical reception, but positive audience reception, and also some more information on those Rogue One reshoots. So sit back and relax, because the Vince Salerno Podcast starts right now. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Vince Salerno Podcast on this Friday, August 5th, 2016. I'm your host, Vince Salerno. (sighs) So let's not waste any time, guys. Let's get right into it with our top five of the week. A lot to talk about. This is going to be a pretty short episode, so I'm just going to try and breeze through a lot of these. Uh, Not too quick, but, you know, not as long as I've been going in the past. Um... Anyways, let's get to it right away. So, top five of the week. Number one, uh, it looks like Channing Tatum and Jillian Bell are either set or in talks to play the leads for the Splash remake at Disney. Uh, this movie is being produced by Ron Howard and Brian Grazer of the Imagine Productions, um, their production company. And uh, I believe Ron Howard was the original director of this film. I could be wrong on that. I'm pretty sure he was. Um, so, and the reason why I chose this is because it's an interesting, this Splash remake has been getting a lot of attention, not just because the movie's a cult classic well-received, um, but just the fact that they're changing things a bit with this remake, and also the fact that the original cr- creator is on board for this thing. He's one of the guys fueling this, uh, uh, this movie, uh, that's, uh, Ron Howard, I believe, um, so the original film starred Tom Hanks, uh, Daryl Hannah, I believe is her name is, from Blade Runner, and John Candy. Daryl Hannah played the mermaid. Tom Hanks played the man. Uh, this is switching the plot so that Channing Tatum is the mermaid and Jillian Bell is the human who finds the mermaid, um, which is a great flip of the premise and can add a new discussion or add something different to the original film. The thing that I think helps most remakes is when they take the original idea and either copy it and then do something different with it or add something new to the conversation, or they just take the idea and flip it on its head. Um, Now, I don't want to classify Ghostbusters in this category because Ghostbusters is more of a reboot than anything. Um, This is going to be a direct remake, uh, I don't know what they're going to add or what they're going to take. I've actually never seen Splash, so I actually probably should go see it before I talk about what they're going to do compared to the first movie. Um, but this is this this interests me. I'm not clamoring for this movie. I'm not super excited, but you know, if I see a trailer and I'm if I'm like laughing hysterically, um, then you know I'm I'll be on board. Uh, Looks like it could be a fun time with the cast like uh, Channing Tatum and Jillian Bell. So um, let's uh, let's hope for the best for them. Uh, number two, the Secret Life of Pets is getting a sequel. Um, the movie has been doing very well at the box office. Uh, has continuously stayed in the top five over the past couple weeks. Um, even I believe it dethroned, uh, not dethroned, but it it um, beat out Ghostbusters 
when Ghostbusters first opened. Unfortunately, Ghostbusters opened at second place, still with the great box office, but Secret Life of Pets has been really uh, chipping away. This movie has been well-received by critics and audiences. I haven't seen it. I'm looking forward to seeing it. It looks like it's kind of like Toy Story, but with pets, and the voice cast looks hilarious. The, the uh, Kevin Hart's bunny character looks hilarious. Uh, it looks like a win-win situation for this film, so I'm really excited to see it. Um, and I'm, I'm super glad that the film is getting the great success it's getting. I'm glad they're getting a sequel coming out in August of 2018, I believe. Uh, I hope that the sequel does well as well. And, uh, yeah, let's bring on another franchise for Illumination. They're really, they're really, uh, emerging with a lot of great films. The Spickle Me franchise, of course, even though the last two films were kind of lacklustery for me. Uh, Secret Life of Pets is getting great reception. Uh, they have Sing coming out, which, I don't know, could, looks like a hit or a miss. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, great, great uh, things coming from Illumination, Animation Studios, whatever they're called. Good for them. All right, number three, the Avengers Infinity War title change. This hap- this came out uh, the Friday that we I recorded um, the third episode last week. So <clears throat> I couldn't really comment on... Uh, it because it came out after I recorded, unfortunately. Um, but hearing this now, uh, well, let me guess. Let me break it down. But here's the situation. Uh, basically, it appears that Avengers: Infinity War Part One and Two are not going to be Part One and Two. Uh, the first part part has been renamed to Avengers: Infinity War, and the second film is currently titled Avengers Untitled, meaning it will be retitled in the near future. Uh, so this this tells me one thing for sure, is that the title for Avengers 4, or Avengers 3 Part 2, if you will, um, is probably kind of spoilery for the future of the MCU. I feel like this title is going to hint hugely on the future of the MCU. Some characters, characters may not make it out of Avengers 3 alive, Thanos may or may not be involved. I don't know. Um, I'm a little disappointed, though. Um, I think the the part one, part two was working to their advantage just because this is the first film franchise to adapt that part one, part two thing. That's not a book series. You know, Hunger Games did it. Divergence attempted to do it and failed. <laughs> uh, Harry Potter did it. Huge, huge success for them, of course. Uh, and I, I was excited for a part one, part two epic space superhero battle with Thanos. I wanted a big two-part movie. And I guess what they're saying is that while these films are going to be made back-to-back, they're two separate films, um, both dealing with different things. Um, so I guess we'll see. I'm hoping that they still both have to do heavily with Infinity War. Of course, part one will, but I hope... Part two is still like a continuation of Infinity War. Like, there's still something that needs to be finished. Maybe Thanos doesn't roll over and die in the first one. I hope he doesn't roll over and die in the first one. Um, number of things could happen in this. I'm just speculating at this point, but th- those are my hopes for it. Um, but you know, it's Marvel. They're they're great at everything they do. So I'm looking forward to whatever they whatever they do. All right, number four, uh, Tony Gilroy a.k.a. the director of The Bourne Legacy and writer of the first three Bourne films, 
um, is apparently supervising the Rogue One edits with uh, Gareth Edwards. Um, now, this is concerning and also encouraging at the same time. It's encouraging because, remember, Gareth Edwards and Tony Gilroy, they worked together on Godzilla. Tony Gilroy helped uh, write bits of the script. I think he sort of added some things to it, and he was also helping in the editing room. Um, so Gilroy and Edwards are already good friends. Tony Gilroy is good friends with uh, Frank Marshall, who is the producer of the Bourne films, who's also married to Kathleen Kennedy, who is the president of Lucasfilm. So there's already, like, relationships going on between these people. So it's not weird that Gilroy is just randomly stepping in to help out with things. Um, however, it is concerning that that he needs to come in and help with things. Um, the more I hear about Rogue One reshoots, re-edits, what have you, the more I hear about the lack of uh, marketing we've gotten for this, the more concerned I get. Um, I, On one side, I think the film is fine and we're all overreacting. But on another side, I think Rogue One is in serious trouble. I think there's something wrong. I think they're scared of what's going to happen with this movie. Like By this point, when, Rogue, when Force Awakens was on its way, we were at least, you know... Fairly into the marketing for for uh, episode seven, uh, we are not. We haven't heard a thing. We got a brief TV spot, but it's basically like somebody. It's a fan made TV spot of the same footage, not even made by Disney, and um, it's a little disappointing because you know we're we're close. It's it's August. The movie comes out in December. We're getting close. We haven't had an, a second trailer. We haven't had any more marketing material. Force Friday's coming up. Maybe they're going to wait to release the trailer on Force Friday and capitalize on that. I just, I don't know what they're doing. And I think there is a serious problem going on in in the editing room. Uh, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it could be. But I'm more and more concerned about this film. And just with, I'm annoyed to hell with all the news of reshoots for these for this for Suicide Squad and all the backlash, it's just like I I'm still going to be optimistic. I want to see this movie through. I want it to. I want to wait till I see it in theaters and get my thoughts then. Otherwise, I'm very concerned about the status of Rogue One. And until we see a new trailer my thoughts will be ceased. Because if a new trailer shuts me up and shows me Darth Vader and things we want to see and things that will get us excited and confident in this movie, then I'll shut up about my previous comments. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm getting a little concerned that we haven't seen anything in terms of marketing material. We haven't really gotten uh, a lot. We we hear about reshoots stuff and stuff in the editing room and post-production almost every week, it seems like. So it's getting... A little ridiculous. All right, now because I'm going through these things so fast, and uh, there's two stories I really want to talk about, so I couldn't fit them fit them into the uh, top five. But since I'm going so fast, I think I want to talk to, about them both. So today will be the top six instead of the top five. Okay, so top five part one is Alice Eve, uh, who played Carol Marcus in Star Trek Into Darkness. Uh, was not featured in Star Trek Beyond, uh, which got uh, a lot of fans, including me, a little concerned about, like, why was she not in this movie? And Simon Pegg came out and said that basically 
they didn't include her because they feel like they felt like if she was in the movie, she would not have been used for full potential. She would have been an underused character, or they would have to be forced to kill her off to make her interesting. Uh, so basically, they're saving her for an opportune moment to bring her back. That would that would value the character's strengths, um, which I I totally respect because you see this almost a lot of franchises that characters are being put in films. And they have little presence, and then they're either killed off or they just don't do anything. Cough, cough. Um, Captain America, Civil War, Winter Soldier, Agent 13, played by Emily Van Camp. Listen to me, Marvel. Please put the girl into movies. Just saying. Anyways, um, so I totally respect the fact that they did that with Alice Eve's character. I'm looking forward to seeing her back in the franchise Despite the way she was used sexually in Into Darkness, I thought she was a great addition to the cast. That she was a great love interest for uh, Kirk, who actually, if you know Star War- Star Trek lore, you know that uh, Kirk and her um, have a kid in the original timeline. So hopefully that's going to happen. I really want her to come back and have a love interest relationship with, with Kirk. I think uh, that would be a great thing to do with her character. Uh, and with Kirk. Uh, and then number 5.2 is Star Wars may be coming to TV, live action wise. Apparently, ABC is in talks with Lucasfilm to develop a Star Wars live action TV series. Uh, the talks are ongoing at this point, and nothing has been officially confirmed or announced, um, but they are talking about what is possible. Um, First off, in terms of just the fact that there, we might be getting a Star Wars TV series, awesome. I think Star Wars and TV can work pretty well. I don't know for sure. Uh, I'm, I am I want to see how it'll pan out. I want to see what it w- would look like. Um, but at this point, I don't know what they do, so we'll see. Um, in terms of it coming to ABC, uh, not too excited. ABC's production quality has not been the greatest if you see shows like like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is probably the highest their production quality has ever been. <laughs> um, you know, stuff like Once Upon a Time. Like, all their shows definitely have a, not a super low, but, like, middle ground quality. And I don't want to see that with Star Wars. I don't want to see this primetime-type Star Wars TV series. I would honestly rather be more stoked if we found out a Star Wars series was coming to Netflix. Netflix, uh, they can do something a little more gritty. They can do, they can do things that ABC can't. And their production quality on those shows, like Orange is the New Black, House of Cards, uh, Stranger Things, most likely they get down as well, has been consistently awesome looking. Like, they go all out on these budgets. And I want to see that type of budget used for a Star Wars series, something something Game of Thrones level, if you will. That's what a lot of people have been asking or wanting to do, was see like a Star Wars-esque Game of Thrones-type series, uh, or Game of Thrones-esque Star Wars-type series, excuse me. Um, so that's my wish. I hope Star Wars goes to Netflix instead of ABC, but... The fact that we're having talks, and it, it makes sense that ABC gets first crack because ABC is owned by Disney. But I'm hoping that we get a Netflix Star Wars series rather than an ABC Star Wars series. 
All right, so running down the top five this week, that was Channing Tatum and Jillian Bell up for Splash Remake. The Secret Life of Pets 2 officially announced. The Avengers Infinity War title change. Tony Gilroy supervising Rogue One edits. Alice Eve not in Star Trek Beyond, in addition to Star Wars TV series possibly coming to ABC. So that was our top five or top six, if you will, of the week. All right, on to our topic of the week. Suicide Squad. So um, a while ago, I, I, actually last week, I talked about how Suicide Squad is going to be the DC film to get DC out of their rut of negative reviews and negative films, bad films. Batman v Superman was a bad movie. Uh, Ultimate Edition was slightly better, but still a bad movie. And I was thinking that Suicide Squad would get us out of this rut and bring us back to where DC needs to be when if they want to compete with Marvel. And I remember it, I remember it vividly. Tuesday morning, I'm checking my phone. 30% Rotten Tomatoes. Very disappointed. Uh, a lot of negative reviews coming in, criticizing the tone, the pacing, the editing. All these saying it's a bad movie. And I'm thinking, what? That's that's ridiculous. That's impossible. This This is... This is Suicide Squad. This is the movie that's supposed to save DC. And the more and more I'm thinking about it, and more and more I'm hearing, a lot of stuff has come out about this. Like, apparently there was a lot of stuff with the Joker that was cut out of the film. Apparently there were two cuts of the film that were Frankenstein together. Uh, basically a too many cooks in the kitchen situation. And then David Ayer's coming out saying that this is actually his cut, so I don't know what to believe, and I'm very confused on what went wrong. Um, but at the same time, audience reception, very positive. I'm hearing from my friends, from people on Facebook, on Twitter, all over the place. People I don't even know really like Suicide Squad. They're saying it's a great film. Some issues, but a great film. Or not a great film, a good film. Um, now, some of these people are not filmmakers, so they don't really have that critical eye like me and some of my filmmaker friends do. Uh, I did talk to my good friend Joe Anderson, who is a big DC fan, D- big DC advocator. Um, we have a lot of back and forth about Marvel and DC. We're still friends, though. <laughs> there is no DC Marvel battle, just so you guys know. <laughs> Anyways, um, he texted me this morning because he saw Suicide Squad last night, and these are his thoughts. Uh, entertaining ride, great acting from Deadshot and Harley Quinn, terrible editing, and sloppy pacing, but overall nowhere near as bad as what they were saying. Um, so, Joe, thank you for providing those comments, and uh, let if you guys know Joe Anderson... Let him know. I want him on the show so we can talk about Suicide Squad and DC and Justice League and all this stuff. We're probably going to do a a special DC Cinematic Universe uh, podcast or YouTube video where we just talk about the future of the franchise, uh, hopefully soon. So expect that to come out very soon. Anyways, so I'm me personally, I'm still excited for Suicide Squad. I cannot wait to see this movie. Before I do, I have to go see Jason Bourne first because I skipped that one, and uh, I'm probably going to skip Suicide Squad for this weekend too, but uh, nevertheless, still excited. 
a lot of I've, I love everything I've seen. The marketing has been consistent, has been fun. Uh, I want to see what the critics are saying because most of the time I agree with the critics. But because uh, because with Batman versus Superman, I was more so believing the critics because of just what Zack Snyder has given us in the past. I you know I told myself. In order for BVS to be good, Man of Steel Zack Snyder needs to show up, not Sucker Punch Zack Snyder, or I don't know, whatever bad films he's done in the past. Um, not to say I don't like Sucker Punch. It's a fun movie, but story-wise, it's not great. Um, and unfortunately, Man of Steel Zack Snyder did not show up for Batman vs. Superman, so... Uh, I didn't have that issue when Suicide Squad was coming out or when news broke out about Suicide Squad because there's nothing to really compare it to, you know? So at the moment, even before the reviews came out, I'm looking forward to the movie. Now the reviews are out, I know what to possibly expect. But because the audience reception is so much better than the Batman vs. Superman reception, I'm still looking forward to the film. Taking into consideration that these people who are liking the film are not, most of them are not filmmakers like myself. They don't have that critical eye like I do, and most filmmakers. But at the same time, I'm coming in with an open mind. I want to experience this film for myself, not concerned by anybody else's thoughts. Uh, so I'm still excited for Suicide Squad, basically, it was what, it's, what it comes down to. But the negative reception is definitely concerning. Uh, wishing the film the best. I'm sure it's going to make a lot of money. The DC universe is going to continue. But if they if if DC wants to compete with Marvel, they need to step their game up. They need to start making films that are not only good in the audience's eye, but in the critics' eye as well. Because that's what Marvel has been doing consistently. Most of their films have been widely receptive by critics and audiences. And if DC can't get on that level, they're not going to achieve the exact same success that Marvel has. They're not going to get that billion-dollar movie unless they start delivering the quality of films that their competitors are delivering. It's a sad truth, uh, but it's the truth. So I'm still looking forward to Suicide Squad, but I hope they step up their game with Wonder Woman and Justice League and the future films. All right, well, like I said, guys, this was a very short episode, but uh, thank you for tuning into this very short episode of the Vince Salerno Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. No Twitter questions for today, unfortunately, but if you want to leave a Twitter question, use the hashtag at, or not at, sorry. If you want to you, you leave a Twitter question, use the hashtag VSPodcast, and hopefully you'll get your question on the show. Um, I love to hear you guys' thoughts on all these topics and other topics. I have a trailer reaction for Dunkirk up on my YouTube channel. You guys can just go check that out. Um, and I'm looking into, I'm looking to having a special guest on my next podcast uh, come next week. So be on the lookout for all those things. You guys can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Hope you guys have an awesome weekend. God bless and peace out. <laughs>